for my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings so we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. You, between you, me, the tree, the rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. feeling about this. Welcome to episode 28 of Blue Harvest, a Star Wars podcast. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. Fuck yes he is. How you been doing this week, buddy? I've been good. Well, before we get into the ins and outs of Star Wars this week, how about I give out our information? It's that time. Really quickly. If you're listening to this and you haven't liked or followed us on on, a, in, on any of these services, how about you do us a favor and do that, man? It'd mean the world to us. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Blue Harvest Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Blue Harvest Pod. And you can email us at blueharvestpodcast at gmail.com. How's your week been going, buddy? It's been flying by. I've been able to make some really cool d- 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 dishes at work. What you been making? I made tomato basil soup. It's really mm, cool. I like tomato 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 and basil. I made several different local vegetables with a, a batch of local eggplant that we got. It was really great. You, big, said you heard um, you talking eggplant. about um, baba ganoush. Yeah, I made of I made a baba ganoush. Delicious. Yeah, and I made some eggplant frites. So, um, I guess the biggest thing that happened this week, this episode, by the way, we're, we're recording it on the 20th. It won't be out till the 27th, the day after Thanksgiving. We hope all you guys listening had an excellent Hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Hope you had some turkey and dressing. I'm Maybe pretty a little sure. cranberry sauce. Some cornbread <laughs> if you're from where I'm from. Oh, there. Well, some greens and some mac and cheese. Oh, man. I'm telling you right Mashed now, potatoes. about this time next week, I'm still going to be in a food coma. You know what I'm going to be eating? Fried turkey. You guys haven't had a fried turkey. I know that's redneck as hell, a fried turkey. Fried turkey is redneck, but, but uh, you got to be careful delicious. when you're frying that turkey. A lot of uh, a lot of people that aren't so bright have hurt themselves frying whole turkeys. You can't fry frozen turkey, by the way. What? Right. That is true. Uh, and knock on wood... There has yet to be any uh, instances of turkey explosion. Well, no, you're messing with professionals family. where your family's been, coming from. We've been fly, frying, frying turkeys, turkeys for years frying now. Turkeys. Since the first rumors of fried turkey hit the the ether, my family is like, we should fry fucking turkey. And fried turkey, we do. And it is I'm, delicious. It is. I'm going to be eating some turkey and, juicy. and some potato salad and some broccoli casserole. Mmm! And, hey, you know what? Maybe not everybody listening is from the United States, so we hope everybody else just had a nice Thursday. Yeah. Have, hope you have a great Thursday. Eat something. Yeah. Something nice. Treat yourself delicious. with something edible. From mine to yours. Yeah. If I could send you a fried turkey from my family, man, I would. Be thankful for what you got. That'd be the most delicious meal you ever got. You yeah. open up that box and there's just a big, greasy, crispy fried turkey in there. Mmm. Get one of those electronic carving knives. Delicious. Yes. So uh, the big thing that happened this week, Battlefront, finally released. And it's fantastic. It is. It's catching a lot of flack from what I understand. Really? But um, not from me. Not from this guy who likes playing it so much. You know, interestingly enough, 
I haven't read a single review of Battlefront. The servers were down briefly the first night. Kind of yeah, made the multiplayer bad. unplayable. We played. Uh, we, we played got a on couple there. of uh, it survival some, missions. And I was then about boom. to say, we played some survival, and it took some persistence on our part. But we uh, we got into multiplayer games that night. Yeah, I I actually signed up for a month of EA Access. That's the EA service that lets you. It's like EA on demand games almost, and uh, they let you play Battlefront five days early on the trial. So I started. Like last Thursday, playing Battlefront here and there. Yeah. Just having a good old time. Like I was saying, I have completely avoided reviews for Battlefront because, man, like, I don't know. I'm going to read. They're going to be. It hasn't even really been out long enough to really be truly judged, I feel like. Absolutely. I'm going to say it right now, though, in a. I'm enjoying Fighter Squadron so much. Oh I don't God. know how you could have something bad to say. I mean, I, plus I, the Walker assault, plus the deathmatch stuff. I don't know. Man, uh, there's so many. You know, for these multiplayer online only games, now there are some single player elements you can play, survival missions or training missions and etc. But like the real core of the game is the multiplayer portion. There's so many different game types that. Uh, I feel like, you know, uh, by the time I get tired of one, I can always move on to anything. And I'm here to tell you, like, Fighter Squadron alone, that could have been like a $20 Xbox Live arcade download title, and I would have been fine with it. It's so fun. Uh, I, I highly suggest anybody that has access to Battlefront to give that mode a try, man. It's so fun. And, and then also, it's a good way to sort of uh, train yourself on using you know, the X-Wing and the A-Wing and the two TIE Fighter types, the TIE Fighter and the TIE Interceptor. It'd be cool. Uh, I can't wait for them to drop a potential DLC with new school X-Wings and new school TIE Fighters. Uh, maybe some B-Wings. Yeah. So why don't we talk about this? Why don't we get into the the realm of the hypothetical, if you will? Let's go there. So there's a season pass. Okay. De rigueur. With a podcast or podcast with games nowadays, yeah. DLC season pass, a fifty dollars season pass, which let's be honest, it's a little bit on the higher end of which season pass content. I paid for right off the bat, like so a did I. sucker anyway. And they suck. I'm a sucker. Got it immediately. Had to, man. So uh, we know a little bit about the season pass information, and uh, it's going to be four DLC packs, and in those four DLC packs, we're going to get four new heroes and villains, new vehicles, 16 new maps, um, new weapons, new star cards, um, and new game four new game modes. Now, if we do the math and break it down, to me that sounds like of the four packs, each pack will contain one new hero, one new villain, one new planet that probably has four maps on it. Um, a new game mode, and probably a couple new weapons, a couple new star cards, etc. Standard issue for the Battlefield model. <laughs> yes, very standard. Now, let's get into the four v- villains for... Before we start talking about our experiences with the game and stuff, let's look to the future a little bit. If you had to guess what the four heroes and four villains would be, who do you think they would be? Well, just to recap it, we already have right. Well, the, that's a good idea. We have for the dark side. You have Darth Vader, mm-hmm. uh, Emperor Palpatine, mm-hmm. Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's it, right? That's it. And uh, then on, on the, the light, light side, side, you have Luke, Luke Skywalker, Leia, and Han Solo. Yes, the big three, basically. Yes. Who would be the potential newbies? You ask mm-hmm. the, the new villains. I put my money that Darth. Uh, or Kylo Ren. Oh, I, for a fact, I have to imagine that one of these DLCs, and we can't count the Battle of Jakku, because as far as I can tell, the Battle of Jakku the Battle DLC of Jakku happens close to a, after Return of the Jedi. Like a year like, after Return of the Kylo Jedi. Kylo Ren would be a child. like If even born, depending on his age and the Force Awakens. But yeah, if you, if you think about it, <clears throat> or, or, or just from what we understand, I'm pretty sure the Battle of Jakku is just going to be the planet Jakku and some new maps. You know what I'm saying? So, like, where we have Indoor and there's three or four maps within Indoor, we're probably going to get Jakku 
there'll be three or four Jakku maps. I don't think there's going to be vehicles, heroes or villains or anything like that. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure there's not. <clears throat> but yeah, I got to figure that at least one of the DLC packs is probably going to be that jungle-ish planet we've seen from the trailers where we see the dog fights going down. Right. And we see, uh, I'm pretty sure it's Maz Kanato's hangout getting blown up by the Empire and right. Finn fighting the fucking stormtrooper uh, that's in that has like the riot gear or whatever. So if I had to guess, definitely Kylo Ren and then either uh, uh, Finn or Rey as the, the hero. Yeah. To me, that just makes sense. Absolutely. Um, now, granted, maybe all four packs will be related to The Force Awakens, but I don't see that. Because then you're getting into, obviously, if you get Finn or Rey, we're probably going to get the other one. You know what I'm saying? So if in the first DLC we get Finn, maybe in the second one we get Rey and, like, Captain Phasma yeah. or something, you, it's just hard to say for the way the hero mechanic works in that game who you could get from the new movies. Right. Now, our buddy Steve, he uh, brought up Chewbacca. That would be a cool hero to get. It would be. And, and I think it could be a, a possibility. The hero, on the hero side, it's not that hard to think of. I can think of four new heroes. Uh, let's do it. Uh, Ray, Finn, Chewie, Lando, maybe? Right. Maybe Lando? And then on the villain side, it gets a little different because we're not still... We're still not sure on if they're going to include any prequel content. So, if you did, it would be super easy. You could have uh, Dooku, Asajj Ventress. Or Dooku, Maul, and Grievous. You know what I'm saying? And Kylo Ren. So, I'll be interested to see. Um, The wording of the DLC announcement makes me wonder if it's just going to be four heroes and villains total, as in two heroes, two villains, or if it's going to be four of each it kind of makes it seem like there's going to be four of each to me what if it's someone really obscure like admiral akbar that'd be funny you know it wasn't that i was talking shit about leia or anything before the game because i I like princess leia i'm not going to talk shit about princess leia but i was kind of wondering how say a princess leia or a han solo would work up against a Jedi or, or a Darth Vader. Or, you know, or even Boba Fett. I could see where they would be able to mine the character of Boba Fett for three kick-ass abilities to use as you use Boba Fett as a as a hero. And in the game, he's awesome. He's got the jump, he's got the jetpack, he's got the wrist rockets, he's got flame, he's got a flamethrower, like, they nailed it. All I mean, very effective. Against... I'm a huge Boba Fett fan, so... Uh, surprise surprise and i the really like that goes for days and days yeah man it's it's <laughs> it's pretty impressive now what i was saying is how are they going to do that with leia surprisingly leia is pretty fucking lethal in battlefront i yeah. gotta say every time i've played with her i was really impressed with how strong a offensive yet defensive character yeah, she was her two she's got two skills that are sort of defensive team based she's got a skill where she can put up a bubble now, the interesting thing about this bubble as opposed to just the regular bubble that you pick up as a power-up is Leia can shoot out of the bubble, and people can't shoot in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you pop the regular right. squad bubble... You still can't shoot out of it. You can't shoot out of it, and people can't shoot in. Leia can. And she also has a, like a support package, which the only thing I've ever seen it do is drop a, a health refill for her, which is, is cool. I mean, it heals your hero. For some reason, I thought it would also maybe drop some stuff for your squad and stuff. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe I just haven't seen it. I haven't done it enough. <laughs> and and then her third ability, ability is killer. It's like a charge shot for her blaster. Yeah. It, it's basically a one-shot kill. And it's real handy. So, yeah, I mean... Han Solo's charge shot is... Yeah, he's got a charge shot, and he's got too. like a, a, a quick-fire shot yeah. that's also pretty awesome. So they did a really good job of taking, you know, before in the beta and stuff, we got to play as Luke and Vader, Jedi, Sith, easy call for a hero character or a power-up character in the game. You know what I'm saying? It makes total sense. You got a lightsaber. You got your force powers. And the it could have been real easy to just throw out Han Solo and compared to Luke, he might be kind of dinky, kind of underpowered. But no, I, I feel like they nailed the balance 
of the heroes versus the villains. They did. Uh, Palpatine, pretty fun to play as well. Um, I do have a complaint about Palpatine. Why not give him his lightsaber? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. He solely works on a force lightning and a dash basis, which that's, is powerful. That's prequel stuff, though. It is. And they, but see, this is the thing. They're sort of ignoring that aspect of the Emperor for because it's in the prequels. But you have Timora Morrison, who played Jango Fett, coming back to do the voice of Boba Fett. Yeah. Which is a prequel tie. The Thermal Imploder sounds like Jango Fett's uh, sonic bomb that he drops yeah. in Attack of the... There's tiny... It by no means is there huge references to the prequels in this game. There is some tiny stuff. Zabrax. There, you can play as a Zabrak on the right. rebel side. That's a, a race of aliens that was only introduced in the prequels. So, you know, maybe one of these DLCs will be prequel-based and we'll get a Qui-Gon and a Darth Maul. That'd be interesting. That would be interesting. I mean, you got to think what is so if they're going to add four new planets, what planets can they add? Obviously, they could add that Taco Donna or Taco Donna planet. That's Taco Donna. Yeah, that's I don't know how to Taco pronounce Gasa. it because I've only seen it in writing as opposed to um, well, that was my Taco Donna. Taco Donna. <laughs> um, I've only seen it in writing as opposed to hearing a character say it, but the the forest or the jungle planet from The Force Awakens. It's either Taco Donna or Taco Donna or Tico Taco. Hey, that's my favorite. Uh, Dantooine? We've not, well, Mustafar? I mean, that's the thing. Now, if they're trying to avoid the prequels, what planets do you add? If you're going to include the prequels, then add Naboo. Add Mustafar, like you said. Add... Whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? There's so many planets in the prequels. Okay, okay. If we're going original trilogy. Which seems to be what they're kind of focusing on. Now, if they add a prequel DLC pack, I'm going to be happier than a pig and shit. Like, because I think Naboo or Mustafar or Geonosis or any of those places could be a really cool setting to have some maps and a, a walker assault on Naboo. Or, you could have Bespin. Bespin is a good idea. You could have... Um... Of course, you could have Yavin. Yavin. Of course, you could have uh, Mon Calamari. Okay. You could have... Uh, no, we already... You said no to Dantooine. I mean, well, see, this is the thing. If you do Dantooine, how do you do it? Because it's never seen in one of the movies or in the Clone Wars as far as I've... Seen, but neither is Sullust. Neither is Sullust. We've seen Sullust. So maybe that's always an option that they take a planet that we've heard about. Ord Mandel. Ord Mantel would be good. That's uh, that's always an option that we got to consider is that maybe they'll take a planet that we haven't seen in the movies. But heard about. Heard about and then make a, a version of that for the game. Now, that's very possible. They did it with Sullust. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, though. The fan reaction to Sullust isn't the highest. It seems people are more interested in Hoth, Tatooine, and Endor because it's familiar. Like, well, Sullust is what's on the cover. It's like a, it's yeah. like a lava planet. It's like Hoth on his period. Yeah, Ooh, gross. <laughs> Die gross. Die uh, gross. <clears throat> so there's, um, you know, the always the possible. Like I said, the possibility they'll take some planet, and you know, so. From the trailer for The Force Awakens, we've seen Jakku. We've seen the jungle planet, <coughs> which is, I guess, Takodana, Takodana, Takodina. Whatever. Whatever the fuck that planet whatever is. Whatever the super weapon planet is. That's what I was about to say. The snowy planet where the Starkiller base is. Maybe that could be an option. The problem I run into that with that is, like, we're getting Tatooine and then we're getting Jakku. So we're getting two desert planets. The only difference I see between those planets being, like, if you're playing on a Tatooine map and then you move to a Jakku map, it's going to be like, oh, I guess we're on Jakku because there's a bunch of crashed shit everywhere. That, that's what it'll be. You know I, what I'm saying? I guarantee it. <laughs> um, and the same thing goes for, like, going from Hoth to the planet wherever the Starkiller base is. Is like, you got to do more than just bring me another snow planet. You know what I'm and saying? And another desert planet. Or like, another desert planet. How like, much effort did you really put into that? If you want my $50 for the DLC or the season pass, which you already got, 
let's be honest. Which you already have. You got uh, I'm hoping you bring a little var- variety. Granted, you know, what's the difference between Endor and Yavin? There's not a whole... One's a jungle and one's a forest. What about a white lightsaber to Ahsoka? Like a grown-up Ahsoka with her white lightsaber? Dude, I would be so down with a Star Wars Rebels DLC. If one of the packs is Rebels and, let's say, you get an Inquisitor or Kanan or Ahsoka on the other side, yeah, count me in. I don't know how fucking you know um likely that is highly unlikely i believe yeah i don't know know. i'm just fantasizing the the planet could be lothal Lothal. you know which is their their planet in the first season at least i would be totally down with that i would be so stoked um i just don't know how likely it is it almost seems like if you would prefer another target a military target then name the system dantooine um Oh, Dantooine is far too remote to make an effective demonstration. But we will have your rebel friends soon enough. We'll deal with your your rebel rebel friends friends soon enough. enough. It's just, um, you know what I mean? It it seems like Battlefront is more movie-based. I do. They could turn, but this is just the base game. The DLC is... You and I discussed this before. I think that is an effort to preset... I think this so next too. coming trilogy. I think so too. It's a it's a looking forward kind of deal, and this is setting the basis for that. Okay, so we've talked about what maybe planets, what maybe heroes. Let's do vehicles. What could possibly be some new vehicles? Obviously, Y wing and Tie fighter. Y wing and or Y wing and B Tie bomber. Tie bomber. B wing. B wing and um, maybe Tie advanced. High advance. Your idea or your uh, thought of there being the the new X Wing and the new Tie Fighter, I think, is right on the money. I would uh, shit two bricks. It's not going to have to be that different in handling no, mechanics. Mean, It'd just I mean, be a could, different I mean, skin. Like the, if you're going to put that in and make it part of the DLC and part of the season pass, I would want it to be at least a little different. Maybe agreed, make, but maybe I mean, make, what do you? How different you really think they're going to make I mean, it? You're still going to have a boost photon torpedo. Yeah, and I mean, a shield, obviously, like. but. So let's say the new X-Wings are faster, but maybe they're a little more fragile. Oh, you I know see. what I'm saying? I see. I see. Or maybe, and maybe the new TIE Fighters are a little slower than the old TIE Fighters. But, but got better guns. But better guns are better shields. Better or armor. Better, yeah. You know, just a little different. Something, something I know to what make you're saying. it just I see more than just a skin. I see. I see. I see. Although, let me say, if they were to offer a DLC separate from the season pass that would give me different outfits for my my heroes specifically luke because i don't know why i know this is not canon and this is not set during the actual timeline of star wars but when i see luke in his jedi gear and his return of the jedi gear on hoth i'm always like man that's not fucking right that's not what he looked like he's got the force to keep him warm what does he need a parka for i understand but i would like you know, give me a DLC that if I call in Luke on Tatooine, he looks like farm boy Luke with the blue lightsaber. If I call him in on Hoth, he's got the fucking parka and the blue lightsaber. You know what I'm saying? I know it's nitpicky. You're a fanboying out right now. I Hey, man, I like this game. It's like calling Han Solo on Hoth and he should show up in the parka and the glasses. I think so, man, on a tauntaun. Then I'll see you in hell! <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, uh... Game modes, that's hard to speculate for me. Because they've sort of got your basic, you know, they've got your capture the flag already. They've got your Team territories. Deathmatch, Slayer, Free for All, you know, capture the flag. They've got sort of that going already. You know what I would, I would fucking really like to see? But I honestly, I don't know if we'll ever see this or if this would be something that to maybe expect in a, a Battlefield 2 or 3. Just hear me out. It's a subset, or it's a spinoff, rather, of Fighter Squadron. Rebels versus Empire. But the goal as the Empire is to protect the Death Star. And the goal as the Rebels is to, to blow, blow up, up the Death, the Death Star. Star. Woo! And it's a progression like... <laughs> you gotta like, get uh, through the, fir- the like fleet. Like the walkers. Like, like the walker assault. Mm-hmm. It's, but it's Death Star assault. First step, you get through the fleet. Next step, you get through the gunner, like the surface of the Death Star gunners. The surface gunners. where you got to blow up so many guns and turrets and or whatever they're um, laser batteries. That's if what you called. make if you make a certain you know 
you make a certain amount of damage by halfway, you you have the ability to set up for trench runs, mm-hmm. and maybe it, it takes a couple or. Well, okay, so trench runs, perfect. They're great, but just tell me and be honest, because I thought of, I've been thinking about this. As a gamer, what would you rather play? Would you rather play a trench run, which I'm not hating on by any means, and they've done it before in video games, and it's been fun. You go down into the trench, it's a straight run. You got a fucking bullseye the thermal exhaust port. Or, or as a gamer, think of this as a gamer, would it be more appealing to you to go inside the second Death Star? And you're whipping around corners, and you're trying to get into the middle and blow up the core. That would be a better flight. I think so. I that, think that's so. more like Star Fox, like you know, excuse yeah. the term. Yeah. Like. Oh no, no, no! I see what you're saying. Um, man, if I if I could pick a mode, if like if they were like you choose what our next mode is, hypothetical situation, they can do whatever. I uh, that Death I think Star I think that would be cool. Death Star Assault, Jedi Death Star Assault. Mm. Is there any specific mode that you would be kind of oh, interested in? Dude, and it it could be like... Uh-oh. I just I saw the spark in your eyes. On the goes. ground, it's trying to take... Like the first wave of Rebels, you're on the ground. You're trying to take down the shield generator. <coughs> and then if you get a power-up oh. for the ship, it immediately takes you to assaulting the okay, so fleet in space. I don't know how likely that is. That is my dream battlefront. And thing. then as it progresses, like you make it past that first, that you drop the shield generator, and then everybody's in spaceships assaulting the Death Star. Like It progresses. That is a wonderful idea. And I mean... A-plus idea. That would get you promoted in a company if they had the, a way to make that happen. You know what I'm saying? That's great. I don't know if we'll be able to see that because there's no precedent in that. That would be so many new systems. Uh, you know, I think that would be a big technical hur- hurdle. My dream Battlefront game is a game where, like, the huge 20-on-20 or even bigger matches take place on land and in space. There's a space battle. And I... Maybe we'll get there eventually. I think you know, that's hard to wrangle. I think it's hard to make that still feel like a real battle. Yeah, I and, understand. And support. You know. I understand the technical. I, I understand why it doesn't happen. That's just, to me, that's the game. Right. You know, back in the day with the older Battlefield games and stuff, you could control aircraft carriers and uh, battleships. And I remember. Let me fucking pilot a fucking Star Destroyer. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. blockade runner. Yeah. You know? Sky's the limit. I have a feeling, and this could just be me, I think Battlefront's probably going to be on a buy-in. They've already said there's going to be sequels. I think Battlefront's going to be on a biannual basis for DICE. Next year, I'm pretty sure we're getting the visceral. Um, oh, dude, like a fleet assault mode, and you can compile it all kind of ships, like blockade runners or a... Mon Calamari cruiser and like, you know, you can pilot the systems, the anti-defense systems, and the- oh yeah. Um. Oh, real quickly, the hero ships and fighter squadron. So in the regular bigger game modes, you have hero pickups where you can become like we were saying, Luke Han. You can Leia, be the Millennium Falcon, Falcon or Slave One. One, and holy shit, is that fun! It's have awesome. you gotten to do that yes, yet? Yes, I have. Oh man, I'm telling you, like the best feeling in the world is starting up a fighter squadron game and getting one of those power ups early on, because there's a good chance you're going to survive the rest of that game in that hero ship. Yeah, and I mean, you just destroy. Uh, a buddy of our Bri- uh, of ours, Bryce, brought up a good point. They should let your partner. In fighter squad, because you partner up with someone, use the gunner turret and the Falcon. That, that's true. That's a missed opportunity, yeah. I think. I think that would be, because you could be flying and shooting straight ahead, and your buddy could be in the gunner turret taking care of your back and yep. stuff. It might make the Falcon too powerful. So. And so, uh, that's my point. So. So. You could give <laughs> that You could give that same, you know, aspect to Slave 1. Mm-hmm. Slave One could have a co-pilot that has a gunner. You know, like, it wouldn't be that hard. So, uh, what are, besides Fighter Squadrons, what um, game modes do you like? I really like the Assault the Walker on the different levels. I do too, man. Uh, Walker Assault is probably, it's like primo. 
That's I, the mode. I like the, the I like the Slayer mode, but I honestly, it's probably my least favorite. Yeah, just because it's deathmatch, right? And you know the assault, the one that's not Walker assault, but the other assault, supremacy. Uh, yes, it's pretty good. That's pretty good. The hero hunt and the juggernaut like one are good. Yeah, I like heroes oh, versus hero villains. hunt and hero versus villain. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I like both of those. Hero hunt is tough, but when you become the hero and there's just dudes running at you and you're just annihilating annihilating waves of them that's a good i got feeling. to be i got to be vader one time and i like basically all my kills were reflections like i was just reflecting yeah. fire at absolutely everyone oh we got a visitor just come on in what's up buddy <laughs> keith's here so why don't we take a quick break and when we come back we'll talk some more star wars a good time to take a break What's up, listeners? And we're back. So, guys, what are you guys up to right now? Um, let's see. Uh, are you maybe playing some Star Wars Battlefront? Yeah. Are you maybe playing some Fallout 4 or some Halo or some, I don't know, some video games, diddling your wiener or your lady pieces? Well, you know what you should be doing? Listening to uh, Stoned Cobra. Stoned Cobra. You need to go to this website. Just listen to me for a second. Go to www.stoned, S-T-O-N-E-D, cobra.com and download their album, High and Mighty, for $5. Come on, man. You spend more than that on a hand job from a massage parlor. You know what kind of people you are. You better be spending more than that on hand job of massage. That is a that is a cheap. I am not experienced in the massage parlor hand jobs, but something tells me if it's five dollars, that person's got like warts and calluses all over their hands. It's like fucking a a pine tree. So you know what you should do instead of doing that, getting some kind of communicable disease like Charlie Sheen. You should go to stonedcobra.com and download the album High and Mighty for five bucks. We love you. Blue Harvest loves you. Stone Cobra loves you. Come on, get high with the Cobra. Stonedcobra.com. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> okay. So we talked about Battlefront. We did quite extensively. I really want to play Battlefront. How about I you? I do. I'd like to go play some right now. Yeah, fact. man. I am fucking stoked on some Battlefront. Yes. But we're here for you guys. We're going to record a little bit here more. Uh, and then uh, we're going to peace out. Steve's on his way to do some trivia. Uh, last week's trivia, by the way, still taking its toll on us. Or on me, at least. Reeling. The fucking um, the trivia round for the ages. 30 minutes of trivia. Well, anyway... So why don't we talk a, a little Force Awakens? We hit Battlefront. Why don't we hit the next big thing? Let's do it. Force Awakens. There's been some information that came out hit in some it. Entertainment Weekly articles. Well, we've been speculating and wondering how this new quote-unquote super weapon, the Star Killer Base, how it works. And um, some information came out. So are you ready? This is what J.J. Abrams had to say about it in Entertainment Weekly. He said, it is very much, and it it's and in its and it's acknowledged as such in the movie. Apparently, another Death Star. Abram says, but what it's capable capable of, how it works, and what the threat is, is far greater than what the Death Star could have done. Star Killer Base is another step forward, techno, technologically speaking, in terms of power. Um. So. Basically, they go on to say that uh, it basically um, makes it sound like what it does is it overloads the star of a system. And oh, wow, causing it to go supernova. Well, they, they say something to the effect of that if a, when a star continues to grow, um, uh, it doesn't and doesn't go supernova, it becomes. A red giant. A red giant. Um, uh, and this is what the article says. It says, stars that don't end their life cycles in supernovas can become a red giant, consuming everything in their orbit in a colossal crimson expansion of energy before collapsing again into a white dwarf. So is that what the super weapon does? Does it overload a star with power 
turning it into a red giant that consumes every fucking planet in a system consumes its own solar system is this not a planet killer is this a solar system killer that's what it sounds like it's called the star killer base yeah is it called the star killer base because it it literally makes the star explode and destroy an entire system i think that's pretty badass if that's what it is Uh, you know what i'm saying i do so that's you know that's on the first order of things um you want to hear a little bit about the mysterious snoke yes well uh not a lot of information but they did talk to andy circus and apparently the look and the design of snoke wasn't finalized by the time they even started shooting it changed throughout the process of shooting and this is what he said it's the first time i've been on set not yet knowing what the character is going to look like I mean, talk about secrecy, the actor says. Um, When he first started working on it, he had some rough notions on how Snoke was going to look, but it really hadn't been fully formed and almost came out of discussion and performance. We shot on set, of course, and I was in the scenes I have with other actors, but the beauty of this process is you can go back and reiterate, keep informing and honing beats and moments. So JJ, after we shot last year, We've had a season of uh, series of sessions where I'd be in London at the Imaginarium, my studio, while he's directing from L.A., and we've literally been creating further additions and iterations to the character. That's been fascinating, and in the meantime, I've been able to see the look and design of the character grow and change as the performance changes. So it's been really exciting in that respect. So it sounds to me like they had a rough idea of what Snoke was going to look like, and then it's changed based on how Circus performed the voice acting and the, the motion capture and right. everything. Um, uh, Supreme Leader Snoke, this is from Circus, is quite an enigmatic character and strangely vulnerable at the same time as being quite powerful. Obviously, he has a huge agenda. He has suffered a lot of damage. As I said, there's a strange vulnerability to him which belies his true agenda, I suppose. It sounds to me like Snoke is going to be our classic Star Wars fucked up character. He's going to be like, not in the same, like, you know, Vader's all fucked up. That's why he's in the suit. Grievous is all fucked up. That's why he's like a set of organs in a robot body, basically. Right. I think Snoke and his agenda is going to be trying to repair himself or you know what I'm saying? I do. He did go on later in the article or somewhere else in the article to say that the whole reason that this character is motion captured and not practical is because there was no way to make this character practical with his, with what they were going for. Right. So either he's very alien, like maybe even to the point of not necessarily being a humanoid alien. Right. (laughs) Or maybe he's undead and extremely decayed and rotting or something. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? Um, But that's about all we got um, about Snoke. Um, I have a feeling that is where something huge, as far as maybe a twist or a plot point, like some pieces we're missing of the story, that's where it's going to get filled in is with Snoke. And it may not even be in this movie. It may be over the trilogy. I'm still not convinced that Snoke is going to be a huge part of this movie. Right. I think we'll be introduced to him. We'll see him. We'll understand the concept, but we won't really know what Snoke is all about until we get further into this trilogy. Right. You know what I mean? Sort I of like in A New Hope, they mention the Emperor. In Empire Strikes Back, you see a hologram of the Emperor. You don't really see the Emperor until Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Um, I assume we're going to see him. Maybe we only see him in holographic form even. Um, but I don't know. Do you really bother with, I mean, I guess you still do if, if the character is that weird, it is, yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? You still do have to do motion capture for a hologram. I yeah. guess. I don't know. Um, and then, uh, we got some more information on Maz Kanata or Maz Kanata. All these names, like, you know, we finally heard them say, all these different things from, from you know, the new movie. We still haven't heard someone say the name 
Maz Kanata. I don't know how to pronounce that correctly right. or Taco right. Donner or whatever the fuck it's called. <clears throat> um, but the information he gave, uh, you know, in the poster we see her. Right. And she's got a pair of goggles on. Right. Which is apparently integral to her character design. There's something going on with her eyes. Um, and apparently she's like a thousand years old, which puts her, we were discussing this before, that puts her. That's like, Yoda's age. Like, yeah, that's like Yoda status. She was there around the time because in, and I watched um, Phantom Menace last night. They say it's been, the Sith haven't been seen in over a millennia in the Phantom Menace. So she was probably around, around the time they created the Republic. Um, they say for the last hundred years, she's been running her bar, which we saw in the Vanity Fair article with all the aliens and shit in there. And I'm, like I said, I'm pretty sure we see that place under siege by stormtroopers in the, um, you know, the trailers and commercials and shit that have been coming out. Right. I'm pretty sure that's the place that uh, Han and Ray and everybody are walking up to that has all the flags where we see like the Mandalorian flag and all that shit. You know what I mean? Right. She's apparently owned that for the last hundred years. So pretty much for the entire Star Wars saga, Maz Kanata has been on this planet, same planet, centralized, running this cantina or bar or whatever. Right. To me, she is going to be the link. I mean, you know, you have, say, Han and Leia and Luke that link us to the original trilogy. There's no characters really survived from the prequel trilogy. She's going to be our history. She's going to be our history, our historian, our info dump person, the person that fills us in. The The thing about her having some sort of eye-based power or whatever, that trailer we got or TV commercial where she's like, I know your eyes. I've seen your eyes. There's something going on with that, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, can she... Are her eyes capable of, like, reading someone? You know what I'm saying? Or are they, like, um, I don't know. Could they be something like... Are they force-sensitive? Mind-control eyes? Like, if she looks you in the eyes and she's got her goggles off, she can take over your brain or... Maybe she can see the force in people. Right. I don't... uh, It doesn't sound like she's a Jedi. I was kind of wondering that myself. Um, Just if maybe she was going to be some sort of Jedi or force-sensitive person, which I guess she still could be. Um, this could just be an aspect of the force we've never seen before. We've never seen somebody with eye powers, yeah. you know, based on the force. Force sight. <laughs> That's the thing. We've got to think about these new movies, not in, in reiterating or reshowing us stuff we've already seen. We also have to expect some new stuff, I would think. And maybe that's it. Maybe we're going to see force powers like we've never seen before. You know what I'm saying? Um, and we got a little bit of that in the prequels. If you think about it, like we had a very set mindset of what lightsaber battles were like and what kind of shit Jedi could do. And then the prequels came and we're like, no, nah, this is what Jedi can really do. You know what I'm saying? This right. is what a skilled lightsaber swordsman can do. Right. This is what an army of Jedi looks yeah. like. So, you know, we got to maybe expect that. And I would be cool with that. It's just, you know, I'm so set in what I know about Star Wars and what I'm familiar with Star Wars that I don't think outside of the box. And it sounds what like... Of the potentiality. Exactly. And that seems like maybe that's what they're going for, is a little outside-of-the-box uh, action with that. Now, um, to wrap up this entertainment <coughs> tonight information, they had another another article. Entertainment tonight. That's not entertaining. What is that? Access Hollywood or some shit? Me pulling a Frisky Dingo reference. Um, I want something catchy. So they had an article about the two new leads, Ray and Finn. And apparently, Finn, from this article, they make it, they imply that Finn was raised by the First Order, to be a stormtrooper. Right. I thought that was established already. I, I You know, I, honestly, it's hard for me to say because I feel like that too, but was that just... Our speculation. Uh, it's our speculation and other people's speculation that was just right on the money. Right. You know, there was the whole speculation that his name is Finn because his call sign was FN2187, and he just, you know, he was like, well, I'm Finn. FN is Finn. I was yeah. raised to do one thing. Um, Got nothing to fight for. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Finn um, was raised 
to be a stormtrooper, and he defects. Awesome. I've said it a million times. I think that's an awesome angle to go at. You've um, seen some stuff. And you some know what things, I'm saying? Man. Take something that we've seen as a villain, a stormtrooper, yep. for so many movies and comics and games and all this, and then Redeem turn it them. on its head and, and you know make it like, look, there's there's good people under that armor sometimes. They're not all just soldiers for an evil empire. Uh, apparently, Ray, however, was dropped off at Jakku at the age of five. Okay? And she has been waiting for her parents on Jakku ever since. Oh, no. This makes it really fucking hard for me, man. Because, like, I don't know that they are just going to have Han and Leia. It's either either Han and Leia or Luke and his baby mama. I don't know where. And it would have to be Luke and his mother and something bad happened. And Luke had to go into seclusion and for her safety. He put her on the most backwards planet that maybe nobody would love. Because I can't see Han and Leia having a child they would leave on a planet. You know Especially with as much interplanetary hopping that I would imagine an adult mm-hmm. Han Solo and Princess Leia doing. Mm-hmm. It, it, that it makes me wonder, like, I, I don't want to say that I really want her to be either Han and Leia's kids or Luke and some lady's kid, but I kind of do. I, I'm just going to be honest here. I mean, look. It's not going to ruin the movie if she's not, but I have Star to Wars, start rec- reconciling. Star Wars is... I was about to say, the Star Wars franchise is the following of a family. It like, is. now. It's the Skywalker bloodline. If Kylo... What if Kylo is one of their kids? Luke and some lady, or Leia and Han's kid. You know what I'm saying? Right. Ooh, what if Luke... All right? Hold on to your nuts here. Hold the fuck. I just, I just hit something. I saw it hit you. What if Luke, right? Yeah. Got impregnated by the midichlorians like Shmi and carried a baby to term like that movie Junior with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. Well, I sure hope he had a Danny DeVito. <laughs> you want to talk? You ever seen that movie? Yeah. What if Luke got, was it maybe Luke produced a, a butt baby, Virgins of the Force? Popped it out and it was little Kylo Ren. That would make me be the dark There's side, a, like Danny DeVito droid there the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Just paint Danny DeVito gold. That's all you got to do. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> but yeah, I just have a hard time. That was being Joe like, Pesci, though. I would feel fucked up if like Luke abandoned his kid at five years old, unless she's been left left with someone he trusts. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if he's just abandoning a five-year-old girl on a desert planet, like, hey, I had to deal with this shit growing up. Go do your thing, kid. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Man, that would, like, sort of sour my... Be terrible. Right? You know what I mean? I, there's probably, uh, you know... Oh, if, if he evil did... Evil circumstance if, at foot. If, if that's the case, and mm-hmm. Luke or Han and Leia dropped her off at the planet at five, they for sure have to have some sort of explanation for that. Yeah. Or else you would just think they were horrible people. Yeah. And also, to me, like, I don't know, Leia's leading a resistance. She doesn't think she could keep her kid safe. Right. You know what I'm saying? I kind of feel like Leia and Han would be like, no, we can keep her safe. Yeah. You, You are ahead of the Republic. Uh, we're starting a resistance. Whatever the fuck is going on, we can keep you safe. The other thing is, is like, if she's not, what if, what if Luke doesn't know he has a daughter? That could be true. What if Luke doesn't know? Like, what if Luke just, you know, he went out to a club one night, was dancing, or what if met a lady? I mean, not even happened. like that. Like, what if it was they got down, had a baby, Luke was gone. He someone was like, I he go. was doing missions with, or meditating with, or training. Oh, I mean, yeah, you know what I'm saying. What if? All right, hear me out on this. What if Luke was taking a trip, right? Like, uh, not by himself. He was on like a, a a space liner. Yeah, like a bunch of people are on a big ship, and they're going from one planet to the other. All right. Let's say about five hours into the fl- the plan of uh, the trip, they hit some electronic electromagnetic um, interference and crash on a jungle planet. Okay, this if this is going towards lost, right? I'm gonna and and Luke, all right. In the process, he gets a big nasty cut in his side, right, right, and he gets off the plane, 
or I'm sorry, the ship, and he can't... Uh, <laughs> giving the game away. <laughs> he can't uh, heal himself, so he's just out in the jungle, and he sees this attractive young lady, and he's like, hey, do you know how to sew? And she's like, what? Do you know how to sew? And she's like, uh, I sewed my drapes in college. And he's like, perfect, I need your help. And he gets her to sew, sew him up, and from there, a beautiful relationship uh, uh, blossoms. Maybe there's a smuggler on the island that's all calling her freckles and shit i don't know i'm just spitballing off the top of my head here i don't know where this is coming from i know exactly where it's coming from. <laughs> maybe there's a bald guy on there is he is he good is he bad maybe he's a little both there's a big there's like a big big old hairy wookie guy that's like the uh the comedic relief i'd watch that movie are we talking about hagrid here no i'm talking about hurley airy Potter. <laughs> you're a wizard airy I do a damn fine Hagrid, and Jesse does not think so. She does not think so. No, she's, she's having none of it. She's having none of it. You're not Hagrid. Well, I kind of look like him, and I got a pretty good Hagrid. You're a wizard, Harry. Harry. <laughs> I think you think you do it very well. I can hear it in the headphones right now. I can hear myself. You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> Maybe it's not that great. Thanks, man. You're supposed to be my bro and build me up and be like, no, she's wrong. You do an excellent Hagrid. I am not You're going. like, no, you suck. Blah, 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 blah. I did not say I'm that. I'm the voice master. I did not say any of that. Yeah, well. I'm just going to be real with you. Oh, hold on. What's that I see outside? What is it? I believe that's Steve Cobra. Is it Steve Cobra? It is. He's coming over for a little trivia. So why don't we stop the recording right now, considering I just broke my mic stand. There we go. And uh, when we come back, we'll do a little trivia with Steve. And we're back with Star Wars Trivia with your host, Steve Cobra. Hello, then. Let's get right into it. Let's just do it. All right, so... Um, Rock, paper, scissors. Let's do it. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> One, two, go. Row, pay, scissors. Ready? <laughs> One, two, go. One, two, go. Pause. One, two, go. Will. One, two, go. One, two, go. Pause. History. Right. It's a picture card. Let me show you the picture first. All right. It is a picture of Vader's TIE Advanced uh, with one of his wingmen going down the Death Star Trench. Yep. Mm-hmm. You satisfied that you've seen the picture properly? I am. Right. History was your go here? History. Who led the third torpedo run through the Death Star's trench? The third. The third. Torpedo run. Luke Skywalker. That is correct. Will? Uh, Bert. <laughs> Geography. <laughs> How many meters wide was the Death Star's thermal exhaust port? Three meters. Incorrect. 3.5 meters. Incorrect. Two meters? But too bad you didn't Shit. say that the first time. Back to me. One zero. Wild right. card. Okay. Yeah. Oh fuck. Who destroyed Darth Vader's wingmate in the Death Star's trench? Han Solo. That is correct. Two zero. Will. Droids, creatures, and aliens. <laughs> what X-wing component did R2D2 attempt to lock down during the Death Star trench run? Stabilizer. That is absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. Nice. <coughs> Two to one. Uh, character? Who flew his X-Wing out of the Death Star's trench under Luke Skywalker's orders? Wedge. That is correct. Antilles. <laughs> that is, that is, it says Wedge Antilles here. All right, Will. Was that three to one? Yeah, but he could I still... that's pretty much well, it, Well, right? there's two more left. There's only one left. It's over. You just won it with that one. For the spike... What rebel pilot lost his starboard engine just before losing his life to Vader? Uh, Biggs. Biggs Darklater. That is absolutely correct. Had it anyway. <coughs> All right. Haw is off to a good start. We should mm-hmm. mention that the score is 9 to 3. Yes. 9 9 to 3. 9! Maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> 9! Some of these cards are stuck together, Haas. What have you been up to? Mm, I love Star Wars trivia. <laughs> I've been really trying, baby. Okay, I think this is going to be a nice, annoying card. Oh, great. Okay. So, William, 
Will I am. I will take history. He just wants to take it from me. I do. I do, I do. Well, get Ooh. it wrong and give it back to me. There we go. Yeah. All right. History. Oh, my God. I have a... No, never mind. Lightning strike. Oh, next, next in a minute, like, next card, you come read the questions. Okay. Special guest star. It's Arvana White. Yeah, yeah, we'll edit that out. And, and then when after this card comes up, well, if, I always said I was going to do unless it. Unless Hawes wins it, it next, it. sorry to fucking just derail the thing, but oh, that's we'll fine. edit it out. But like, uh, or Hawes will edit it out. He's going to leave it all in. Voice. But like, next next game, if you win this card, because then it'll be over. But next game, we're, I'm going to do one more. And then like, halfway through, like, whoever wins the first card on the second card, we're going to be like, Oh, we've got a guest fucking... You know what I mean? You'll come in and read some questions. Okay. okay. All right. But in the meantime, sorry. Where were we? Oh. <laughs> you uh, did... You. It was your pick, and you haven't picked anything yet. Okay. Did I not pick droids, creatures, any... Or, no, I picked history. Mm-hmm. That's yes. it. Okay, here we I go. I picked history. History. All right. What skill was Anakin Skywalker already proficient in when Obi-Wan first met him? He was already a great pilot. Pilot. Yes, that's correct. Pilot. <laughs> yeah, he's, he was already a great pilot. Character. It's <laughs> correct. The way he delivered that was awesome. Okay. Who does Vader inform you are beaten? It is pointless to resist. You are beaten. It is pointless to resist. Luke Skywalker. Correct. Uh, Will. Uh, weapons and vehicles. Meh. What deflector shield configuration did the rebel pilots adopt prior to their attack run on the first Death Star? This is a fucking tough one. Prior to their first run. To their attack run on the first Death Star. What deflector shield configuration did the rebel pilots adopt prior to their attack run on the first Death Star? All on full, like all, all forward. No, uh, all forward is incorrect. Okay. Mm, all backwards. Incorrect. You're you had the right idea. It's double front. Double front. is the correct answer. <laughs> all Set. forward. All forward yeah. was right, but that's. That's sorry. I cannot that's, accept. That's, no, cannot I accept. Understand. Sorry. I understand. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. So, it's one to one. It's back to you. Wild card. All right. What rank was the Imperial in charge of the control bunker on Endor? Commander. Correct. Nice. Two to one. Back to uh, you. What's left? Uh, let's see. There's not many. It's uh, geography and droids, creatures, and aliens. Well, give me geography. Okay. What sector in the Hoth system did Darth Vader's fleet emerge from hyperspace into? <laughs> it's a tough one, man. The look on his face as soon as... Like, you can tell. It's like when you get three words into it. It's like, what sector? What, yeah. you know, what fucking fuck. sector? <laughs> what fucking sector? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, man. Yeah, no, it's fine. The, uh, it, was the, uh, it was the Delta sector. Incorrect. Sector 23. Incorrect. <laughs> Sector 4. Sector 4. Answer. I pretty right. much won, right? Two to one. But With back one to you. question left. You, if you miss it. Oh, that's true. He could better, tie this up. Gotta, but yeah. if, I got to get this don't, right. Don't okay. fuck it up. Yeah. Yeah. Droids, creatures, and aliens. Which of C-3PO's legs was the last one to be reassembled after his ordeal in Cloud City? This is fucking stupid because if I get it right wrong, he automatically <laughs> gets it right. That's right. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. um, his left leg. That is correct. Woo! Woo! John Cena! (laughs) (laughs) For the win. Uh, For the win. That's 10 to 3, right? 10 to 3. Yep. Mm, Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Double digits. (laughs) So I think that'll about do it this week, buddy. It'll do it. Uh, Like I said, I hope all you guys had an excellent uh, Thanksgiving. If you guys went out for Black Friday... I hope you got all the cheap TVs and toasters and butt plugs and pillows and pillows sheets and, sheets and towels and whatever the fuck you're going after on Black Friday. I hope you didn't get trampled. Hope you got what you were looking for. No fist fights. Nah, man. They, 
Ain't a TV worth that. It ain't worth all that. No, man. No. But anyway, before we go, I'd like to thank Stone Cobra for the theme song. Thank you. Like, like to thank our consummate trivia host, Steve Cobra, thank for stopping you. by. And uh, for Blue Harvest, a Star Wars podcast, I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with all of you. May the Force be with us. <laughs>